Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. We're talking about Two Strikes, Risk, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. But first, my name is Christian. My name's Bobby. My name's Nick. And uh, I'm still recovering from DLG Con, I think. Nice. <laughs> yeah. At, at what age does your body stop recovering from the amount of abuse you put it through? I'll tell you. Like, uh, it'll be like 60, and your body's like, I need one week to recover. He can't from be stopped. He, this guy can't be stopped. He can't. No, it's not true, dude. I've, I really started feeling some um, hangovers this, this, this time around. Uh, it wasn't good. Usually I'm immune to hangovers, but yep, I felt like two of them. Not super strong, but whatever. It's catching up to me, guys. I'm not as invincible as I once was. No. Well, one day soon you'll be beaten at an arm wrestle, which I think is good news for the people. Yeah. I mean, eventually they'll all pile on and somebody at DLG Con will beat me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cricket soldiers literally fucking doing uh, curls while looking at a picture of me. Not in a gay way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the music from Rocky pumping him up. Yeah, he's just throwing yeah, dirt at yeah. your face every night as he goes. To he's watching over the top. He's watching as over he's, the top on 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 repeat. As he's listening to the podcast, but just your voice. He's like, ugh, ugh. Uh, and with that, I don't know. On the radar, games that have caught our attention, but that we haven't played. Bobby, what's going on? I want to talk about a lethal company today, and I don't know why we've missed this this one. Um, I just randomly saw it on the Steam page. It had very good reviews, and I was reading the reviews, which I often do on these games, and a lot of people were comparing it to Deep Rock Galactic or making kind of a connection between the two. So it is a, uh, it's a co-op game. It's a sci-fi horror game. Uh, where you run around an abandoned moon and you have to collect scrap and you bring that scrap back and you spend it on upgrades. So, I, I mean, kind of a similar uh, similar um, game loop as Deep Rock Galactic, but uh, it's supposed to be more on the horror side and it relies heavily on the proximity chat. So a lot like Phasmophobia, where you only hear people when they're close to you. Um, because you're supposed to be off on your own searching for stuff and, and, uh, it's supposed to be very spooky yet. You're working as a team to do it. Um, the graphics look a little rough and the game is in very early access, but I mean, everybody says it's got a lot of promise. So hopefully they continue to develop it. It's only 10 bucks. I'm probably going to check this out this week, but here's the thing. I don't want to do that if no one's going to play with me. Um, I don't, I'm guessing you can queue up with randos, but I think this would be a great game for us to play together. So next Friday, if anybody's, uh, interested, let's do it, man. Lethal company. Send, send Bobby a DM that he's not going to respond to, um, (laughs) at, 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 uh, uh, Robert digital on our, our, on our discord. Uh, that's how you can find them. And then you can, uh, if, if three people commit, maybe even two. I think Nick's in. Nick, you in? That might be. This seems interesting. Uh, yeah. Scary game is always nice. Is there no combat, Bobby? I can't tell. I don't think so. So I don't want to spoil too much because people have kind of given away a little bit in the reviews that I've read. Um, I don't think there's any combat. I think you just run and hide. But it yeah. does seem like there might be some monsters out there trying to get you. Think about this. It's a run and hide game where you probably have to be quiet, but it's proximity voice chat. So it's like you might oh, have to. You're right, that's interesting. Yeah, you might have to like, hey, you know, are, are you okay or whatever. 
It's really interesting. Yeah, I like it. I like I the think concept. I forbid you fart when the monster's chasing you. The real horror is when Bobby loads up this game and the menu to uh, assign equipment to your company is like something you actually <laughs> have to click on as your character. And then he screams into the mic, no! no. Uh, we played a little, uh, you're alluding to Phasmophobia and how bad that was, but uh, we played a little bit of that. And t- let me tell you, as a junior ghost hunter, it was great. Like I just got in the van and all the fucking shit was in there. It was awesome. I just grabbed. <laughs> I just grabbed whatever I wanted off the wall. For? Yeah. Daddy Nick, yeah, free paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just me; it was Bobby too. Oh, cool. Well, we had some good runs there, and I'm getting leveled up so I can actually contribute and buy stuff. Although I don't really understand what happens or how you lose equipment. Is if you die, do you lose the equipment that you yourself bought? Is that how it works? Yes. So if you die, um, you lose the equipment that you brought if you die your team succeeds finding out the correct ghost and takes a picture of your body you get anywhere between i think 40 to 60 percent of your money back and if you die and everyone else dies uh you lose everything that's got to be a pretty shitty run for everybody to die i feel like but then again we were doing easier stuff well i kind of felt like because nick was bankrolling all our operations there i kind of felt like he was the most important person to keep alive because i assumed that was how it worked like if he died he was he stood to lose the most so i mean i've i've apparently i've accidentally purchased things like having like 32 fucking things of salt uh which is a lot (laughs) um but i don't have like a lot of the expensive things it's it's fine. I don't I don't care. What's interesting is like you're like, oh, it has to be a shitty run for that to happen, right, Emilio? Well, as soon as you get to the level below the hardest, um, it is possible for certain ghost types to kill multiple people, if not the whole party, in one hunt. Jesus, uh, that's terrifying. So like you, when you hear a hunt, instead of everybody hiding in one corner, everyone splits. Like everyone, and it, it actually, what's funny is the smaller the smaller levels end up being harder because of that because mm. the ghost will just ping pong from person oh, yeah. to person pac-man everybody in reverse order exactly yeah uh but, yeah that's crazy yeah me me and my friends that we, we've been playing since you know early access or early early access because i think it's still in early access we play on the hardest difficulty and it gets pretty rough sometimes but you make insane money speaking of co-op games uh remnant 2 uh is having their first dlc uh, it's called oh. The Awakened King. I can't find much information. Literally, I mean, I, I checked out a couple of articles. Everybody has the exact same information that's on the Steam. It comes out in two days. And um, so there is a new archetype that is the Ritualist. What's cool about that is you don't have to re-roll. You can, as soon as you get the little knickknack that unlocks the Ritualist, you take it to the knickknack guy and he um, allows you to, roll you know you can parse in the new uh, archetype so you just take one out put one in because you can have two equipped at any one time your primary and secondary so um yeah you can get that and uh i guess he's more of a mage from he has his own trailer he or she has his own trailer and um yeah a lot of like spell effects which there are very little of in the game like none of you can do abilities, but nothing that like looked a like a, a spell. Anyway, that yeah. like they're making runes and shit, like spelling runes and shooting big things. So, so you and John are going back to this? Oh yeah, for sure. I I, I would play this every day. Um, 
It's so good. And so it says a new storyline, new area, new items, new bosses. But there's like one area, it would have like six different playthroughs through it. So every every area in this game has six different instances that can happen. So just one area is a lot. And each area has, I mean, each instance has its own boss. It's a lot. So even you just say one new storyline, one new area, that it's a lot of content. So the original game, I think, came with five areas. So one more is, it's a good amount, like 20% of the game or something. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully Nick, it's Nick not just, too expensive. Nick put on his glasses, and I think he looks 30% smarter. I mean, he looks like a smart guy base. No, no worries. But when Amelia wears glasses, he reminds me of... <laughs> Skydiver. No, Edna from The Incredibles. He sounds like you're going <laughs> to be like, no capes. <laughs> yeah, there's not even uh, a price on this the, yet. I don't know. No price. Very, can do the, it kind of scares me, man. Like, if they're not putting out any information, maybe they're not very happy with it, you know? Yeah, that is weird. DLC? Yeah. Well, it co- comes out in maybe a couple days. Keep it on wraps. Yeah, so people don't figure out how to beat all the bosses super quick or something. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? We'll see. Christian, um, so you have two strikes, and then I have two strikes because I played it. How do you want to play this? Ooh. Uh, okay, I'll talk about it, and then you can tell me in all the ways that I'm wrong, right? Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. So two strikes. I went nope, to the... Nope, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Can you pronounce two streakies? <laughs> two streakies, yeah. Okay, so uh, two strikes. Uh, I was at a local Calgary game dev meetup, and this guy's like, you got to try this game. It's by like an Edmonton developer, uh, and it has a really unique art style, and it's a fighting game. And I'm like, eh, I'm not too good at fighting games. I kind of suck. And then he's like, no, it's a strategic fighting game. Anyone can probably get the hang of it and and win because in two strikes... Uh, your character is out and there's also a high attack and a low attack and dashing mechanics um so that's kind of the uh, the little gimmick i guess uh the art style is beautiful um i haven't seen a fighting game like this and now uh, emilio am i right or wrong uh yeah maybe it's a high attack there's a there's a strong attack and a, a quick attack I, okay i'm not sure if one is high and one is low i, I don't think so there is no jumping which is very strange for a 2D fighter. Um, it's it's all about fainting. You can faint in this game, which I, I don't think I've ever seen. With Ryu, you can you can fake throwing a fireball, but that's about it. Or you can you can like jab and just throw out a little tiny punch and just make your character move. But it's not a built-in faint. I, I've yeah, never seen it before. I think in all of in all of Street Fighter, there's been like five characters, which in like the hundred that there is, that can actually legitimately f- like faint, and that's it. Like it, yeah, one of them was like the French guy who did like the the grappling, like he could go to grapple but dash backwards. Oh right, all yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Cancel a roll this, or cancel a dash. Yeah, but this and game is like, all about fainting, only, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's fainting, there's dashing, there's parrying, there's heavy attack. And I think that's it. But that's a good amount. So um, it's like feudal Japan, hand-drawn art, very beautiful. Um, Low-key on the color, but great use of it. Like there's some levels that are just completely black and white. The characters are black and white. Um, So it's uh, very stark. 
uh, the, uh, the contrast. And then, of course, when blood, it's funny because the backgrounds look like paintings. And I would notice after like an hour of play when um, you're having a duel, right? And it's like the best of five because the games are so far. Two quick strikes and they're dead or one heavy strike and they're dead. That's it. So it there's a lot of lot of like try, footsies, basically. It's deadly footsies. It's kind of like when you're playing Street Fighter and you both people have no health. That That's how you're playing. The high it's like the most tense part of the game. Yes, yeah, the, the most tense of part of the round. game. Yeah, exactly. Two D chivalry. Well, the, there was another game from years ago that that got popular. Dive kick. For a dive kick. Dive kick. Oh, yeah, dive kick was a one hit shit. That yeah, was one could, hit. Yeah. Yeah, and that was more like fast paced. This is a little more methodical. Um, I I like I like it. Um, I think they've got some hurdles ahead of them. Um. So I think if I was playing with somebody right next to me, couch co-op, it would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the AI, um, it's hard to play mind games with an AI. It just doesn't work. It doesn't matter how many times you faint. They're not going to fall for it. Yeah. They know it's a faint. Um, and then you can just wait every time and then parry their attack and then hit, kill them. Well, and I bought so, it for me too, dude, and I would love to play against you. Maybe that'll make it more there's fun. There's no multiplayer. So oh, there's that's, no that's multiplayer? Why, this is the only reason. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Why even have a faint in the well, game? Well, it's in early access, right? So, oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, okay. um, but to for a game that this is Twitch mechanics for a Unity engine, um, it's going to be hard to get that netcode down to a, an acceptable space. I mean, I hope they do it. They just have a a big mountain to climb in front of them. And I didn't find playing the AI being that rewarding. I mean, I had a good time, but I eventually got to a character. I just could not do anything against, and I didn't understand how to beat him. but okay. that could be my fault. I don't know, but uh, it has remote yeah. play together. Is that like the way you can co-op through steam? Yes. But then you would be playing as, a str- you would be playing a stream of somebody else, right? So you'd be at maybe a second behind. So somebody right. would be at a big disadvantage. Oh, okay. In uh, a game like this, where I'm telling you, it's like right there, like, you know, super yeah. quick reflexes. Well, I haven't had a chance to play yet, and I guess I should have <laughs> looked at it a bit harder before I thought it was co-op, but I'm still excited to play it uh, after the cast uh, and, and next week. So two strikes. Uh, two strikes. Nick, Ark Survival Ascended? Yeah, so this this is something that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so Arc Two has been teased for a while. Um, a couple years ago, we had the video of Vin Diesel holding a baby with a lady, and they were like Arc Two, and so people were like, <laughs> "Sweet, you know, finally a, a second Arc game. Give us more dinosaurs or give us more dynamic shit. Make the game not look like uh, you know caca anymore because." It's been it was pretty rough for a while, um, and pe- they're like, "Well, we have a new announcement for Ark, and it's Ark." And everyone's like, <gasps> "And they're like, Survival Ascended," and everyone was con- confused as shit. No one was like, "Yay!" You know. Um, so this is not Ark Two. This is not. Uh, this is also kind of not Ark One. It's mostly Ark One. It's like Ark One Point Two. What's the happening? The whole game has been re- remade and. In Unreal Engine 5, the original um, engine was under Unreal Engine 4. Um, the shitty thing is you have to pay $45 for it. 
And their reasoning being is that there's a couple new exclusive creatures. There's like two new maps that are not like huge, insane, like storytelling maps. And it's just not a completely new game. It's literally just a graphical overhaul, right? And people have people have achieved pretty high graphic fidelity on the game with mods anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, they say there's a new AI, I mean, a new UI, but everyone's like, it seems like it's the exact same thing. And the one new mechanic that they've added in the game is something called tracking. And it's essentially what you think it is, where you can track animals as well as track how many you've caught how like what's the highest level of something you've caught and thing like and things like that so is this a tech um, so, test is this a tech test for the unreal 5 I think that this r2 is, te- is going to run this is legitimately a tech test yeah i think that's what it is why charge 45 dollars for a tech test oh man people don't low on money people seem kind of upset in the comments here <laughs> like on the reviews dude it's six out of ten apparently it doesn't even work half the time sometimes on, oh, on with certain mods that are considered like crucial uh, there's called the S plus mod, which is like pretty much added on every non-official server. And it triples the amount of buildable things like you can, you know, instead of building a whole wall, you can build like a quarter size wall and all these other things. Um, and so like apparently the game crashes with like, you know, loading that kind of shit. Um, so I think this is a tech test. I think it's a tech test for modders and stuff so that they can get their shit ready to go when Arc 2 does come out. But the weird thing is, like, how much how much of a kick to the balls is it going to be when you pay forty five dollars for this and Arc Two comes out like a year or two? You know, that uh, seems pretty steep. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Hey, the thing is, hey. Arc nerds are those nerds that will pay forty five dollars for. <laughs> like, I know Cricket Soldiers like counting his money. He's like, <laughs> I got the money right here. Let me see those dinosaur, dinosaur testicles. It's like. Um, Hey guys, we're gonna go in a new direction. We're gonna use a brand new engine. Uh, we need play testers. So if you could just give us forty five dollars to do it for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> untold That's amount. Like me, like, hey, it's I a just weird move, you. Give man. Me, give me more money so I can give you your wallet back. <laughs> yeah. How about how about uh, forty five dollars or whatever twenty dollars, and then those twenty dollars come off the total fee of um, Arc 2 when it comes out, or something like that. You know, I don't know. Yeah, why, yeah, maybe like, why something. Not in, get like, creative, man. Jesus Christ. I want I to read what their statement this- was, though. I like Because they had to have been like, hey, this is... I just want to hear what they said from their perspective. Like, is it really a tech test? How, are they going to support this for a long period of time? I, I've, I have no clue. What would, What wouldn't surprise me, though... Is if somehow you did get a discount on the second one, or this game became the second one somehow, like they combined maps or something. Um, but apparently, Arc Two is actually supposed to have a story, and not just be run around tame dinosaurs and bonk people. Like, so we'll see. I don't know. Very strange. Okay. Very strange. Very strange. Cool. Uh, Bobby <laughs> highlights. Sorry, wh- one uh one fucking recommendation i tamed a burn bird i named it poopy poopy butt and then the game crashed thumbs up <laughs> yeah i like how that was a recommend too that's awesome yeah <laughs> uh these are games we have been playing bobby you played super nintendo world what? uh no i went to super nintendo world this is the new exhibit kind of new uh area that they have over at universal studios and um, I've been meaning to check it out. And two weeks ago, I went over there for Halloween Horror Nights. A lot of fun. Um, but what was great was that 
Super Nintendo World was open during that event, but everyone was busy doing the Halloween Horror Night nice. stuff. So I got yeah, right in. There you go. There isn't really a whole lot in Super Nintendo World. There's the the ride that's kind of like the big draw, and it's a Mario Kart ride, and it's done really well. It's actually like a video game. Um, it, they're doing that a lot more with these rides these days, you know, like the new Star Wars rides at Disneyland. But this one, you put on these VR goggles, and wherever you look, you, you, you've got four people in a cart and wherever you look, you can see like all these, it's like augmented reality. You see like Mario Kart taking place and you can shoot using your steering wheel and you aim with your eyes. So like you look wherever you want to shoot and it's actually like a competitive game between you and the other people in your little cart. So, oh. you know, you go through the ride, there's like all these things that happen and uh, you know, there's lots of cool stuff uh, that's all built up around you. Like it's physically there, but then there's all this VR stuff. So at the end you, you see like who got the highest score. What's funny is, so I was in the cart and I, th- I don't think anyone in the cart realized till about halfway through what you were supposed to do. And I don't know <laughs> if there's like, like they need to explain to you or if it, it might be explained while you're standing in line. But because I, I got in there while Halloween Horror Nights was going on. There was no line. So I just oh, walked yeah, yeah, straight yeah. through. That's exactly what it is, dude. All these longer yeah. game, or all these longer rides now, yeah, they have some sort of like meeting room where they, um, you know, yeah, a, a, yeah there's like a, a video player. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, they, they bring you into you. first. And then, yeah. And the line actually was amazing. Like that was almost one of the, uh, not better the than features. the ride itself but it was like really cool because you feel like you're in bowser's castle it's crazy i was kind of sad that i walked through it so quick <laughs> but the whole area i mean they they do a really got a good job you feel like you're in like mario from like super nintendo there's some other stuff in the area too there's like a restaurant where you get like specialized food i was about to ask did you try the food no well i tried food at another place they had like a chucky themed barbecue place that i went oh to. that's sick yeah, they, oh, yeah, I mean, the food looks cool, and you're like, ah, oh, it's cool. It's like a you know, a murder hot dog or something, but they, you know, it doesn't taste that great. It's a murder it's dog, a, Bobby. It's a murder yeah, dog. It's a murder dog. <laughs> but uh, what makes it a murder dog? Is it cut in half or something, and that's it? Um, <laughs> some ketchup on it? No, dude, you got to look up the names. They're kind of funny. Um, there, it, it was like I, they they use the ketchup a lot, and it looks like it's splattered with blood. But yeah, and then they had a cookie that was shaped like a knife. Um, uh, yeah, I was surprised though, like being at, at Halloween Horror Nights or at Universal Studio, like it felt like Nintendo had kind of taken over that area. Because whenever you go to Universal Studios, everyone's walking around in like shirts from movies and especially on the Horror Nights, they've got like all the scary shirts on and stuff. But there were so many people wearing Mario or uh, Nintendo stuff and they sell that stuff there too. You know, you get like the hat that's like the mushroom head or whatever and like so many people are wearing that. Um, I was kind of surprised. That's, that's what happened with Disneyland and the Star Wars stuff, though. Like, and trust me, I love it. It's fucking awesome. I don't know if you guys have been to it, but like the fact that you can just like you just instantly transported to Star Wars land, and you're like, oh my god, this is so cool. Yeah. One day uh, before I die, not, not Christian though. <laughs> not you, Christian. Can, uh, you can now buy your own droid. Uh, and yeah, yeah, assembly. It's like a build. Yeah, uh, it's like and build a lightsaber. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's like a full size R two D two. Hey, um, uh, so Bobby, I heard that there's kind of like a meta game within the area where you collect something, and Mm -hmm. then you get enough of them, and then you can go to Bowser's Castle or something like that. 
Yeah, I saw that and didn't really look up what to do or how to play it. But yeah, there's some sort of like uh, AR game where you have to go go to different areas and collect things. And I don't know if it's Probably, like Pokemon uh, Go. What were you dressed up as, dude? <laughs> of course, dude, I was not dressed. You wore <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> you wore a t-shirt that had a Bobby's skull like on Wallowee it, dude. A very like, tiny <laughs> skull. I'm just, yeah, being, yeah. Okay. I thought maybe. No, but apparently... I thought yeah, there was like a second ride, Bobby, or something. It's is like we're, there's I, I like don't know. carnival games around there. There's a okay. few carnival um, games in that area, but there's really only one ride. And then there's the restaurant, and, and there's a lot of places that are like like meant for you to like take photos, you know, for social media and stuff. But it, it, it's kind of confusing getting in and out of that place too. But the um, the exit, of course, is like a big pipe that you have to walk through. I thought that was funny. But it, it was good, man. Um, and I also did a lot of the Halloween Horror Night stuff. They had a uh, Last of Us haunted house. Oh, dude. How was that? House. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it, w- it was good. Um, you know, I haven't played that game, so of course I'm not going to get all the references. But they had the that, that violin or like the what, – what's that instrument the guy plays? A little guitar. That's very um, – you know, we heard him play when we went to the Hollywood Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. The music. yeah. What's the name Joel of that? Yeah, plays I don't know. guitar. No, he's got like a, a little guitar or something. Yeah, it's a special yeah. Manda something a, or other. Yeah, it's like a Manda something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that music was playing, and uh, the line was super long, but it was. It, I'd say it was one of the better ones. It, it was pretty good, and it, but it was just funny to be in line, and a lot of people like. So what is this like a video game? I don't know. I've never played it. And like, no, there's also like a, a fucking people... award-winning show. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That? A lot of people are talking yeah, like, uh, like they've yeah. seen the show, but they haven't seen the, um, they haven't played, played the game. Bobby. And then but, you yeah, turn dude. around to them in line and you're like, I have a gaming podcast. I haven't played the game or watched <laughs> the show. <laughs> My name's Robert Digital. Do you want to see my podcast? Yeah. Well, this I mean, my girlfriend of course is asking me about this. So I told her that, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's based off a game, and I'm trying to explain to her. It's it's like zombies, but they're I don't know infected by mushrooms or something. Uh, some of the costumes w- were really good in this one. I, I think that's why I liked the uh, this haunted house. So was it much. scary? Was it pretty scary? I mean, yeah, you know those things like people just jump out at you and go boo, and and you know you go ah, and then you keep walking. On. I mean, it's just like you know, it's a haunted house, man. It's, <laughs> why were you there, Bobby? If it's this, <laughs> like, why, why even go, dude? Just why did we pay for uh, you to just be watch here, a video on YouTube, dude? It's just to say, eh, it's a it, thing. there's so it many, goes, dude. Everybody boo, was filming there, and so then ah. Uh, <laughs> That's Ooh, how we go, dude. And then, uh, yeah. It's just the but, scare economy in it. Sniper, what was, what was it like? Well, it exists. <laughs> it's the there. People do. I saw it. But I, cool. I got to tell you, though, the because this one was so crowded. So this one and the Stranger Things one, the, the Stranger Things one had like a three-hour wait. I didn't go on that one. That was Damn. the most popular one by far. Uh, and, and also a few other ones. But um, this one, because the line was so long, it... Uh, and, and they were shuffling in so many people through this and just trying to get the line moving. Um, so 
you, it was kind of like when they're crowded, you're not going to get the scare. You know, they're going to scare the person in front of you and then they're going to wait a little bit and hide and jump out at the next person. Or they have areas where they can um, run over to a different spot and scare someone. Um, but then I went through another one that nobody was going through zero weight. It was like, um, I don't know, it was like monsters of like South America or something. It was like a really specific haunted house. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like La Llorona or something like that. No, it's not even like Hispanic stuff that you've like heard of or they've made shitty movies of. No, it's just like some deep cuts from like Argentina or something. I've never heard of any of these monsters. Anyway, no line. So I go through that one and it's just like me and my girlfriend in there and we're getting like every single scare. Like some of them are That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. And then I stayed, dude, I stayed way too late. I didn't get home till one o'clock in the morning, which was way too late for me. But um when Bobby was driving me time. to DLG con he was ta- he was telling the story he's like yeah i got home way too late one one thirty it was insane and then i'm like let's play the star wars deck building game or the star wars uh deck battler it's only a 20 minute game we're in an out quick adventure it took like an hour and a half and i looked at the clock and it's it's one or one thirty, and i'm like dude this is <laughs> this is as late as, this is bad yeah. for you this is this I is had, bad I had two like pretty rough weekends back to back man yeah my sleeping schedule is all off but it's all right i had some good times that's what it's all about the instrument is called a ron rocco by the way the little thing he plays apparently ron rocco uh all right, we were way off it's due to his love affair with traditional argentinian instruments or the so google tells me hmm. uh, a couple of things uh if you so i guess you get these whatever doohickeys at super Mar- uh, super nintendo world and um if you collect three of them you can go to bowser jr's castle and in there it there's a game called bowser jr shadow showdown and i guess it it looks like i i posted it in discord on in the crew if you guys want to look at it it looks like your shadow is uh, superimposed on a curtain and then things are falling from the sky and you use your physical well your shadow to pop them with your hands or something like that it's kind of like a fruit ninja type feeling oh, okay. but with your bata with your body looks pretty cool looks like it should be some fun hmm. but yeah uh, i like secret things like that you know even if everybody knows about it okay all right. So what do you guys got? Didn't we already talk about <laughs> two strikes? Yeah, but I think Amelia wanted to talk about his experience with it. Okay. No, I already talked about it. I basically, yeah, I talked about that. So where are we? Where are we? I'm Super lost. Mario Bros. Ah, ah. Uh, we're going to go from Super Mario Bros. to uh, Bobby not being scared, apparently, or being scared, but somehow not feeling emotion at the same time, uh, to Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Um, so this is the newest 2D side scroller, Super Mario Brothers. Um, it's in a new kingdom, which is nice. It's not in the mushroom kingdom, it's in the flower kingdom. And uh, every single level in this game has um, what are called wonder seeds and uh, wonder flowers. And what wonder flowers do completely transform the level. Uh, they they can make the level super hard. They can make them super easy. The thing is, you need them to essentially afford things in the game to unlock more levels to proceed through the you know to the final boss, which is Bowser, obviously. Um, one of the cool like uh, 
wonder flower moments is that you you know hit the wonder flower all these pipes come up out of the ground and you start running and piranha plants start chasing you and uh they're, they start singing in the background as well and they sing like this funny little tune and you're like running away from these piranha plants and some of them are giant and uh what ends up happening is uh it's not hard to to survive it's a super mario brothers game um but it's just really entertaining because you just find your head bobbing. You're like, do, 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 do. Like you're like listening it the whole time. Um, the song slaps. It's pretty good. Um, so far, I am about 70% of the way through the game. What's nice is the game does tell you uh, like how far you are based on like how many levels you've beaten. You can just look at the world map and it's like, this is how many is left. Um, what's nice is that if you have a three or four year old like myself, uh, there's an easy mode. Uh, for the game, which is interesting. Uh, if you play as Yoshi or Nabbit, uh, they do not take damage, and they do not uh, they do not get powered up by power-ups, but they also have their own abilities anyway. Like, obviously, Yoshi can eat people. That's awesome. What a great yeah. little, uh, like, a sidekick, yeah? Yeah, what's also, what's really cool, too, is that if you want, you know, if you're the parent and you have, like, the midget with you, uh, they can ride Yoshi. And so you can you can run around with them on your back and they can throw fireballs and you can eat stuff and you can make them feel like they're participating. Um, I, I like this game a lot. It's very, very entertaining. It's very, very fun to play. I haven't had like a bad time with it. There's not a there's not been a bad level. All the levels are unique. Uh, almost every single level has a new uh, enemy in it or enemy type in it, which is really interesting to come up with that many different enemies. There's a fucking enemy that when it, uh, it shoots, it shoots its own beak and it's a bird. And then the, the beak turns into a straw and the straw can be used as a bridge, but it, it, it dissolves for standing, like standing on top of it for too long. But there's so they, there's another one where it's like a little mummy. And then he has like a little zipper on his back. And if you touch the zipper and you run away from them, it unravels them and it kills them. Hmm. So the the enemy types are very, very, like very unique uh, as far as design goes. And especially each level in each each uh, area. There's six areas, technically. There's the one you start off in. There's like a desert one. There's like a cloud one. There's like a mushroom swamp one. And then there's like the volcanic one. And then I think there's a sixth one, which is like Bowser's area. Um, I just haven't gotten there yet, obviously. Um, you're not locked into playing the game, um, like area, like you go to the snow area, then you go to this area. Like once you like get a certain amount of wonder seeds, you can go to whatever area you want. It's kind of like the stars in super Mario world, right? Uh, you have to get a certain amount. Correct. Before you can move on. But, um, so just passing the levels without getting the wonder seed is useless. No, it's not. So, Every main level, so here's, here's another thing uh, that's interesting about it as well, because I've given this game a nine and a half out of ten. Damn. Um, as far as 2D side scrollers go. What does it um, have to do for the last point five? Uh, I think yo have, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give it a ten until I'm done with it. Let's go oh, with okay. that. So it's not the game's fault. Um, no, it's because I'm not done with it yet. All um, right, I think we're going to. Well, she'll listen to this. I'm gonna get this for Sam for Christmas. Oh, dude, she'll 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 love it because you can play up to four players. What's nice is if you die as one of the players, you turn into a little ghost and you can shake your remote or you can press A, 
And if you touch another player, you don't lose a life. Hmm. Um, oh. And so sometimes like Leslie will be lagging behind and I'll jump over and she'll die. Cause like a like, collision or something. And she's like, no, wait for me. And I'm like, no, I don't care if we lose a life. Um, but Brutal, it's... Dude. <laughs> so all three of you are playing. Uh, yeah. I mean, usually it's me and Leslie play when after Vivian goes to sleep. So we can actually progress through the game and figure out more levels that are easier for Vivian to play. Cause each zone has levels from anywhere between one star of difficulty and five star of difficulty and fucking five star difficulty levels are pretty fucking hard. Um, but the thing is you don't have to play the five star levels. If you're like a, a younger kid and you're playing super Mario, you don't have to play the five star levels. So like the way the economy works is that, It'll be 10 wonder seeds to get into the sand zone, right? And that'll there'll be um, seven levels in the zone before it, and each each level gives two wonder seeds. So you don't have to play every level if you don't mm-hmm. want to. Um, but it's usually like suggested or inclined to get the wonder flowers because, like for example, another one of the unique uh, unique uh, moments is that you can turn into a slime. And you can jump on top of the roof and stick to the roof or stick to whatever service you want. Um, and you can like dash and all this other stuff while you're the slime. Another one is uh, you go into over the top mode where you're now looking at your characters from over the top, but the world is still horizontal. So you're walking in a different at like in a different direction in a different um, on a different plane, but everything's still there. Um, and so I can talk about, all the, all the different levels and all the different stuff. Uh, the last thing I'll mention is the, the new power-ups that are in the game are really interesting. There's one that turns you into an elephant. I think there's a new power-up every single um, every single there zone. Uh, there's a drill uh, power-up now, which is interesting. There's, of course, the fire flower. There's a bubble flower now that lets you throw bubbles. The bubbles are fucking clutch because uh, you can jump on them as like an extra platform. Um, oh, the Latin, sorry, I missed very, one very important thing. That this is brand new to this game that makes it different from all the other Mario's as well. Uh, there's a badge system where your badges give you abilities. Um, so, for example, the first badge you get is if you wall jump, you can then double jump. Um, there are other badges like uh, if you're in a water level, you can dolphin kick and go super fast. I think there's 30 badges. Um, and How do you get them? Different shit, huh? How do you get them? You buy. Uh, you buy them or you get them awarded to you during certain challenge stages. Um, you buy them you with get, you, uh, wonder seeds? No, you buy them with wonder coins, which you just find throughout the level. You know how there's normal you know, Mario yeah. coins that are yellow? There's these purple ones, and they're everywhere. So you're, you're never not going to afford something. Is this 70 that. bucks, Nick? I think so. Okay. You love it? Yeah, though? it is. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I would definitely rebuy this game and replay it. Um we are going to take it to my sister-in-law's house when we go over there for Thanksgiving so they can play it as well. Uh, it's a blast. Only Great. 9.5 Great out of know. 10, though, Nintendo. Don't get... Right now, don't don't let it go to your head. Don't let it go to your head. I wonder what Metacritic says. Risk! Guys, I, we played Risk at DLG Con, and wow, the original game of Risk is a lot more fun than I remember. I remember whole family the six of us around this fucking table it was like a worse version of monopoly because it involved like backstabbing and it wasn't just like running down the math right like uh, you have a hope if someone has a string of really good roles they can outlast a huge army so the game can go on for way too long but um 
because of that horrible experience growing up, I've tried other risks. Game of Thrones risk has a card and mission system that ends the game really fast. Uh, Earth 2210 AD risk has uh, water territories and the moon and a tech tree. So there's this other like accoutrement to make the risk more fun. And Lord of the Rings risk just ends when the ring gets to Mordor. It's a set amount of time and the game always ends uh, on like the ninth round or something. So it's just who has the best position at that time. None um, of that. I don't. Is it everybody's task to get the ring there and whoever gets the ring... No, the ring is like a neutral, uh, it's good versus evil, and it's up to six players. It's actually a really fun version of Risk, but the ring is like a neutral party, and it, you can do things that affect the movement one way or the other. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. But nothing compares. These, these people have tried to take Risk, and nothing compares to when I got three cards and got 42 reinforcements in one turn in Classic Risk. Nothing compares to the feeling. Of watching Bobby's crestfallen face as I invade his lands. Uh, I won. I won the game of Risk against four other, you know, worthy opponents. But in the end, they weren't worthy enough because uh, the card mechanics are insane, Bobby, right? Like, you'll start off with 15 reinforcements, 30 reinforcements. Eventually, the person who just hands in the last deck of cards pretty much just wins the game. I don't see how they couldn't win the game. So... Yeah, and I don't, what I'm curious is, was it always like that? Because it's been, I haven't played Risk since I was a teenager, so I don't know if it was always like that, but that feels like something they would add in at a later stage to kind of speed up the game. Because the other thing is, too, we had four people playing Risk, and we were done in a couple hours, and I remember these games taking days. No fucking way, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that game would stay on the kitchen table, which is how it was supposed to be played at DLGCon, but, you know. They weren't expecting my Napoleonic tactic, tacti- <laughs> tactics. <laughs> uh, also, the... uh, don't discount yourselves, guys. You guys are far more sophisticated players than you were when you were children. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not an incredibly sophisticated game, though. Like it's you. You just like invade, roll the dice, kind of thing. It's Speak for yourself, that. Bobby. That's what I'm saying, though, Bobby. Like <laughs> probably when you were a kid, you never like held back you would just attack all the time or you know there's no strategy and now you're thinking about it yeah i saw i i when i looked at the board i was like how's bobby not gonna win this he had a hemisphere in a four-player game he he had one whole hemisphere (laughs) and then uh christian was just biding his time and multiplying like rabbits down in australia i think it was was it yeah no africa you had all of africa and you're just multiplying multiplying bobby never he he didn't let me get it the whole time, but I came for it in the end. I came for the whole world. Yeah, it was fun, but I do kind of, next DLG con, I would love to bring, I have Game of Thrones risk behind me. I think that's the funnest one because that also has a mechanic that basically ends the game in like four rounds. So it only takes a couple hours, but it's still uh, a cool level of strategy. And it's something that I feel like anyone can pick up. Like anyone who doesn't know risk can play Game of Thrones risk because it's more similar to I don't know checkers or something like the actual combat is is very simple. Okay, I think I have I might I think I might have a version by the way of Risk for you that you really might like. Um, have you ever heard of Risk Legacy? No. So it's mm-hmm. a version of Risk. It's an official version. You can buy it. It came out in 2011. I played it at uh, language school. It is an, a version of Risk that is intended to be played over days and days of game. Uh, like you were supposed to make moves and then, you know, 
and like leave the board and go whatever check out these kind of features in this fucking board game so everybody advances in like tech uh throughout the game and you can get nukes and if you nuke a place and you destroy someone's civilization with nukes uh they become a new faction where where they are like radioactive zombies and like horrors (laughs) okay um and like and it's very difficult to get rid of someone but the game is made to be played over days and weeks um and there's a bunch of different win conditions it's almost like fucking civ in real life but a little yeah, less it sounds like know, a civ game intuitive um it it's really fun if you're a hardcore risk player i would strongly suggest playing it i think you can actually play it on tabletop simulator so oh cool yeah yeah that's that's such a good fucking man that tabletop simulator exists and we can just try any board game before like dropping 70 dollars on it in real life like we can try it digitally and see if it holds up you can buy the official version on now tabletop simulator has official um partnerships with board games and you can play the official versions of board games on tabletop simulator digitally yeah right yeah Yeah, okay without paying with by for paying for them you have to pay for the license before okay. you would just buy, I mean, you would just download an Mod. asset pack and play War, Warhammer on on the tabletop or whatever. Yeah. All I'm saying, Bobby, Star Wars Rebellion, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds, any strategic <laughs> game we play, Risk, any strategic game we play, it seems you can't you can't come to the side of the table. Chess, you can't beat me, Bobby. What? <laughs> come on. Oh man, I don't know if you want to call what you did on Risk strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty broken. Hey, uh, Sniper. Um, so I. What's your card game? The Good Deck Builder one, the the Star Wars one. Uh, I always call it the Star Wars deck building game, but it's not called that. Yeah, I, think I don't it think is. it is. I think that's what it said on the box. Oh, maybe. Oh, Star Wars the deck building game. Sorry, oh, that's, okay. that is what it's called. Yeah. Um, according to the video, our, our DLG video, where, is that up now? Can we, do we have a new? Yes, it's up. Yep. Uh, rated G version that we put out. Cool. Bobby, Bobby put the sensors up. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, you can catch that out on our, on our YouTube, which you can find at dlgaming.net. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, everybody, like three people brought up that game and how they had beat you at your own game. Do you ever win at that game? Uh, honestly, not that often against Rianne. She kind of uh, probably wins 80% of the time, 85% of the time, so... And then Marco yeah. beat you, and then well, everyone was beating me. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, then uh, Scram TX said he beat you, and did yeah, Bobby beat Scram- you? Uh, I don't actually remember. No, no he can't. I, he can't. I'm, I'm not making fun of you, dude. I'm just saying it's such a testament to how good, how much you love that game. If you just get mollywopped every time and you just keep bringing it back, dude. That's yeah. That's a love, dude. That's a I love. love that game. Yeah, yeah. I was happy for people to beat me. You know, I saw the joy in their eyes. It was good. It's like uh, uh, the person who invented the pet rock. He's like, it's going to sell one day, dude. One day this is going to take off. And a bunch of that super high hippies bought a billion of them. Yeah. I had a classmate who had a pet rock, and he was ruthlessly bullied. Ruth, It was it was bad. <laughs> he also had a ponytail, and people would pull it. Oh, it was, Paul, if you're out there, I'm sorry, dude. I don't, I'll never forget you. Uh, risk of Rain Returns. Not Risk. Risk of Rain returns um so i will um tell you the lineage of risk of rain returns the way that i understand it a game a a guy uh one single person bought game make game maker on steam it used to be 99 dollars like 
I don't know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. And uh, you could make games on it, or, or like pixel-based games. Um, I don't know much more about it. Except for a few games did come out of it, like two or three games. Um, some might even say a, a genre came out of it. But um, this guy made Risk of Rain. And uh, it was maybe my first roguelike ever. And, um, you know, the graphics aren't all that to look at or weren't originally. Um, and it's all the same characters and a lot of the same items as Risk of Rain 2, if you've played that. And, um, yeah, he made it on Game Maker and just exploded on Steam. It was a runaway success. And then after that, he makes Hopo Games with the money and he makes Risk of Rain 2, which was a gigantic success. And then I think... Um, he probably went back to the, his, the original Risk of Rain and did everything he couldn't technically do um, the first time. And so we're getting an H, HD remake with a bunch more bells and whistles where the, the, the first game didn't couldn't do. And so it's funny because I, I bought it for 11 bucks. It's not expensive. It's not a cash grab. Um, and I uh, I played it for like, 30 minutes and I was like, okay, it's risk of rain. I'm not going to, I'm just going to return it and then just tell everybody it's risk of rain. And then I put it in my steam deck and I start playing and playing. And like three hours later, I was like, fuck, it's got my, it's hooks in me again. Um, just for people who don't have never played a risk of rain. Uh, there's a race going on between a timer that's time that's counting down. And every time five minutes passes, the game gets harder. So it goes from very easy to easy and then so on and so on until it gets to insane level, levels of difficulty. But in that time, you are either completing the level or uh, hunting around to get items to get stronger. Um, it's up to you. Uh, there is no right answer because there's a lot of RNG. So sometimes you, sometimes you look around for items, you get a bunch of great shit, you get super powerful, and you have a great run. Uh, sometimes you look around for items, you don't find shit, and the game keeps getting harder and harder, and then you get outpaced and then destroyed. Uh, sometimes you go straight to the boss, you kill it really easy, you go to the second level, and it's still very easy on the second level. So now you can explore more than you would have otherwise, because you're stronger than the second level. So uh, there's different strategies you can go with, um, but I, I don't think anybody would ever stick to like one strategy. You have to kind of read the level and go go by by that. Yeah. Are you good at this um, game, Emilio? I suck. He, he, he is. He is. Well, he is. I, yeah. I'm pretty good I, at I the second like one, I would say. Um, that's the main reason I didn't want to get back into this because I was like, I don't want to get good at this again. Like, I don't have the time to get good at this again. I suck. I, I'm so bad right now. I haven't even unlocked one character. Um, I haven't got to the third level. Uh, but do I want to? I don't know. I fucking love the engineer in this game so <laughs> much. So much. Um, so, yeah, I kind of want to unlock the uh, engineer. It's, I don't, it's the formula, man. It's fucking fantastic. And that's what great. Uh, let's hear it for fucking uh, indies, man. Uh, new ideas come out of there. This is an old new idea, but like, yeah, no fucking AAA develop developer was going to come up with a timer that times goes down as you power up, you know, really cool. Um, all right. I'm, I know the answer to this. All right. Emilio team, Emilio and Bobby 
I don't know if Sniper, if you played this game, but Team Fortress 3 releases, you know, let's say hypothetically on Friday, right? This coming Friday. What class are you playing first when you launch the game? Hmm. Mm, probably Medic. Yeah, right, NG. Cool. And then we would... <laughs> that means have to work with Bobby. We're both playing support. We'd never see each other, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Sniper, what about you? Do you ever play Team Fortress or no? Only with Bobby and Amelia one time. Oh, Did you have man. a good time? I had a fun time. But you guys were like really good at the game. And I was like, what does the spy do? Ah! <laughs> he dies really It is easily. not a game that you <laughs> can just hop into anymore. <laughs> like if you're going into that, you're like, what is the spy? He's the yeah. ultimate version of a glass a glass cannon. He can I remember he really one that, that was like six years ago, and I was like, I never played this game, Team Fortress 2. And you guys were like, what are you talking about? I think at one time Emilio told me he had like 500 hours as the engineer in Team Fortress 2, like yeah. very specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was all Strictly right, I guess. Heavy scout and soldier, that's it. <laughs> that's all I can play. All right. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. The movie. The, the movie. movie. Yeah. So have you guys seen the movie yet? No, no, but okay. I, 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 I mean, it's well, on streaming now, so I figured more, more people might have saw it. But um, they made a really big deal about this when I was at Universal Studios. Apparently, the movie is um, doing a lot of business. It's it's doing very well, mm. and of course, I had to check it out. It, it's all right, man. I mean, I I really wonder if or what the story was for five nights at freddy's because I, I played the first two games but they didn't really bother too much with the story then i think but i think in the later games they they developed the story and i don't know if that's what they used for the movie at not uh, or not but when i watched the movie i was kind of surprised about how much groundwork they were laying at the beginning like how much of a story they're trying to build there's all these things going on this guy had his little uh, his little brother abducted when he was a kid never found out why ties into the story later but um, it, it, because you play the first game or the second game and it's just like, you know, monsters jump out and, boom and scare you and that's about it. But um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of impressed, but at the same time, it kind of uh, I, I feel like it, they didn't stick the landing on the movie. I, I know people are going to watch this movie, people that have played the game and absolutely love it because it feels like they've really tried to make it for the people that played the game. Um but I feel like whenever you do that, the movie itself is just really not that great. For instance, Five Nights at Freddy's. So it was a little long. The movie was about 100 minutes long. And um, it kind of felt like they didn't need every single night at Freddy's. Like, could have been three. <laughs> three but, nights uh, at <laughs> but it is, the, the movie's called Five Nights at Freddy's. So he's got to go back there five times. <laughs> you know, he's got to spend the night there five times. Otherwise, the nerds on the internet are going to get mad. But um yeah, I mean, it was all right. Really, the biggest joy for me was seeing Matthew Lillard. I mean, haven't seen that guy since like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, most people will know him as uh, the goofy killer from Scream. Not not uh, hot boyfriend Skeet Ulrich, but the other one. Um, what? And the- he just kind of, uh, yes. Oh, sorry, Bob. I just want to know how <laughs> this movie uh, compares to Auntie Lee's Meat Pies, you know. Oh, wow. It, it's so funny because in chat, people are <laughs> voting on something and one of the options is meat pies. And then last yeah. night I watched a, a really terrible movie called Auntie Lee's Meat Pies. I mean, I knew what I was getting into, but like <laughs> I'm watching this last night and I'm like, 
I said something to my girlfriend about it being like even worse than uh, most of the movies I tend to pick out, which are pretty bad. But um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, they were both about the same for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> when, when, when I was at Universal Studios, they had the uh, characters, the animatronics, like the actual puppets that they used, and they looked incredible. Oh, that's They're cool, from the dude. Jim Jim Henson Muppet Workshop or whatever. So, of course, they're going to look great. But um, in person, they looked really impressive. I I don't know. And I thought this movie was going to be geared a little more towards children, like a little more G-rated, but it's it, it doesn't have any like blood and guts or anything, but it does have like child abduction in it, so it is kind of like heavy. I, I don't know. Do you Without without looking at the numbers, uh, how much do you think this made, uh, Sniper? Me? I don't. <laughs> at least millions of dollars. God damn you, <laughs> Bobby! What do you think? Um, he's already looked at the mean? numbers. Domestic or uh, international? International. Right now, it's been out for a couple hundred million. Uh, right now, international and, and uh, domestic put together is two hundred and fifty-one million. You know what the budget was for this? Movie? Nailed it, Bobby. Budget uh, was what was the budget? Million. Twenty million. Jesus, 20 million. dude, are you telling me Auntie Lee's meat pies could have had critical worldwide million-dollar acclaim? Because <laughs> it's exactly. <laughs> oh, it's safe man. to say that there's going to be a second one of these, and probably uh, a third, and probably a fourth, and probably oh, a yeah. fifth. Does he spend more nights? Is it six nights at Freddy's or do, do does it go five nights at Freddy's too? I don't know. I'm really curious what happens in the other five nights at Freddy's now. I'm kind of interested in the lore here because I, I don't know who the cupcake guy was. I, that was something new for me. And um, it, I don't know. There's a lot that I'm missing out be, because of that. But I'm really wondering if it ended up being like the, the bad guy in the movie was actually the bad guy in the video game. Like it, it really has that history. But I don't know. And you know what's interesting, too? The guy who created the game, he had a writer credit on the movie, which I don't oh, know if he cool. was actually. Oh. Yeah, I mean, the, there was like five writers on the movie. So I don't know if they just kind of gave it to him because he was, uh, you know, he created the game. You know, sometimes they give you like an executive producer role or something like that, um, it, which means you don't really do anything, but they're giving you credit anyway. And, you're, and you also get money usually. Something. Yeah. But I don't know if he was actually involved in in writing the script. I'd be interested. I'm surprised you guys haven't seen this yet. Uh, I'm a. I'm not a big scary movie fan uh, in general. Scary. Yeah, I figured. Um, like I, as bad as it sounds, I like uh, horror movies that are based on like reality, uh, like The Strangers, which is I think the all time best scary movie. Um, but. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of doesn't really like call me. I'd watch it if everyone you know was tasked to watch it, but I don't know. yeah, I think we should all watch Auntie Lee's Meat Pies. Honestly, <laughs> look at the cover art for it. Just look it up before you yeah. don't judge it. Okay, what, what is it? Auntie what? Auntie yeah, Lee's Meat was... Pies. Oh my god, you keep bringing it's, it up. Hey, it was I made the year I was born, it. dude. It was made in '92, but it feels like an '80s. Movie. Is this a porno? If it feels like a porno without the sex. Like it's just got really <laughs> bad acting. acting and like all these setups. Like you think something's going to happen, but then it doesn't. They don't have, well, no, some of them do have sex, but then they chop them up and eat them. Um, but it's got Mr. Miyagi, which I don't think a lot of people know that that guy 
he doesn't have a Japanese accent. Like that's not how he sounds. Yeah, he's just a. <laughs> he's just sounds a like dude. us. Yeah, <laughs> but he he plays the sheriff in this movie, and Pat? he's just walking around. <laughs> yeah, Pat, Pat Mariko, Marie, Mariko, something like that, man. Something like that. Yeah, there's three covers for this thing. What the fuck? I'm going to watch this. Me and Rianne, we're going to watch this. We'll get back to uh, Nick. I think you and Leslie should Five watch Nights it. Five Nights at Freddy's or uh, Auntie no, no, Lee's no. Meat Pies? No, no, no. Forget that. Auntie Lee's Meat Pies all night. Not five. You're, you're telling me I have to convince my wife to watch a horror, a horror softcore porn? I don't know if, uh, I could, if I can get away with that, but probably. Oh, uh, whatever. Right. Okay. Guys, it's the sound. It's the guess that sound. What is the guess that sound? Hey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a sound from uh, a video game. And you, the listeners, are going to guess. Uh, the winner will get a Steam gift card. And every week that the guess that the sound doesn't get guessed, we're going to put five dollars in the pot. Guys, fund your next video game adventure through us just by sending a guess in. You can email pixelshitshow at gmail.com to guess. That's the only way to get your guesses in. Don't DM me on Discord. I mean, you can, but. Uh, it's not going to work. You're not going to get in the queue. Patrons get two guesses. So if you're a patron, just make sure you're emailing from the same email that you use to sign up on Patreon. Uh, at random, I'll choose an answer. I'm putting them all in a spreadsheet. Every week, I'll choose an answer. And Bobby, Emilio, and Nick will get opportunities to help you at intervals. I'll ask them some questions, and they'll be able to narrow down the search criteria to help you. Because I'm looking for a specific answer. I want what the sound is, what game it's from, and what is happening. Okay? So I'm going to play the sound now. And I think this is kind of an easy one. So Nick, Bobby, Emilio, if you know it, you know, keep it to yourself. Okay? Hmm. Did you hear that? That's all you get. Okay? I think you might have an idea. Pixelshitshow at gmail.com to guess. I'm I'm waiting for him. Waiting for those guesses. Uh, I think I think I know what it is. Everybody's think thinking they know what it is. That's how you they get you. But yeah, I'm not gonna say more than that. Yeah, I have um, no idea. It sounds pretty generic to me. It does hmm. sound generic, but it, I think it's a very is it a free game? This just in, Milo's gonna do a uh I'm going to break in here. We're going to start it off at $25. I'll Whoa. cover the rest of it. And then we'll go $5 every week. Who cares about $5, dude? Nobody cares. We're going to be fucking three months to get to fucking 20 bucks, dude. I'm shocked. Oh, it's, it's shocking. Ah, oh, it's a huge prize pot, guys. 25 bucks. Are you kidding? Don't, ah. Don't think Emilio's being fucking generous. He just writes it off as a tax write-off. It's, it's the <laughs> man's true. dollars who can't He is being years. generous. Emilio has a generous heart, everyone, who doesn't think oh, that's yeah, A little too generous, dude. A Fuck little it. too generous sometimes. A DLG con, man. I, uh, oh, I'm writing you? up a fucking stand-up bit yeah. about Emilio's generous heart. Yeah. Oh, no, dude. DLG con didn't... Oh, man. No, Uh-oh. it's fine. It's okay. fine. Bob, Bobby made it... Uncle, Uncle Bob made it all better. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay, Emilio, do we have a sub? Yeah, it's recycled. 30, 63 months. I'm, I almost went dyslexia on you, but it was 63 months. Um, that's a number one. Good luck catching up, everybody else. Maybe if you have, okay, this is how you get a little cheat. You open a new um, account. You have multiple subs. Then you'll get three or four subs per week and catch up that way. That's the only way you're going to catch up, right? I yes. <laughs> I just I just want to give you yes and energy, but I don't understand. Okay, 
Listener questions, Bobby. What do we got of these listeners? We got a few of them. First one's coming from Burn Division. What's the time to hand job at DLGCon? How many did you have to give anybody tip you? Um, geez. Uh, oh, man. So that's, that's between Amelia and his clients. <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Um, it's uh, what you make of it, man. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I had a clever comeback earlier, and I for- totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, no. I don't uh, think there was many next... hand jobs given at DLGCon. I kind of uh, want to dispel this rumor. DLGCon isn't a big orgy, folks. I'm sorry that uh, I don't know if anyone out there is, who's listening is like DLGCon. They always they always fuck each other. They're always naked. They're in the pool. I don't know, doing weird shit. No, no, no. We're we're having heartfelt it moments, is... really. Right? Yeah, you you build relationships with people, man. It's it's like a re- little mini real world uh, weekend. It's yeah. pretty fun. You know what's cool this year is um, usually we go to dinner, but we canceled the dinner and just decided to play board games. And we had like fucking ten people, two games of five or two games of six, going on right next to each other and just like everyone's game, and it was awesome. It was, was really awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you're t- if you want the time time to hand job to actually be there, you got to be into like chunky nerds or stinky people or <laughs> nice people <laughs> that are kind at heart. I don't know. I'm naming a lot of different things here, but you know, maybe a robot or a really it's not the guy, vibe. Guy. It's not T- the vibe. No, TTHA isn't the vibe. That's for when me and Emilio hang out one on one. That's that's private time. That's the weekend before DLG content. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. All right, next question from Saxos. Does DLG have an address? I can send you some candy from Norway. Ooh. Ooh. Right. So we, we want to candy. take candy from strangers. Oh, oh, yeah. I was the European, told... of course. <laughs> Wait, um, that's Auntie Lee's meat pies. That's what she told me to do. She told me to always <laughs> accept. I swear, dude. I don't know why. But we I should get like a P.O. pie. It's just a really bad. Yeah. Um, no, we don't. It's like the cloud, man. It's a collective of love uh, that is untouchable and untraceable. DLG is love. I'll send you Emilio's right. P.O. box. Don't worry about it, Sexus. Norwegian gonna, candy. I, I think that would be cool if people did have a way to send us stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look into a P.O. box. Oh, there you go. That um, I I used to use that downtown um, um, postal. Fucking what do you got? Post office, Bobby, the one that's near you. And yeah. it, it's fucking it's like one of the you know, from the fifties, dude. You go in there, yeah, you go to a little brass box. It's cool. Yeah, it's an old building. Yeah. And All surrounded right. by homeless. Yeah. What isn't down here? Uh last question from A Tom. What's the most awkward moment you guys had in Discord voice chat? I had a friend who was getting drunk during our eight man raid that included three random people on Lost Ark. He started crying about his ex, dumping him overseas, and started vomiting, then fell asleep snoring. Well, that's pretty embarrassing, I have, man. Well, I have a very similar story. Um, so one day me and my friends were playing Divinity Original Sin. You know, it's a pretty concise game. You can see who's playing it. It's not very uh, a very watchable game. So like, if you see four play four people in a chat room, and they're all playing a Divinity Original Sin, you're not going to be like, oh, let me go join and talk to them because they're paying attention. They're trying. Like you're you're paying attention to the story. You're paying attention to what your, your character does. It's a very in depth, like involved game. 
one day one of the guys that's on our discord server who is like a, a more fond friend of ours like maybe nine ten years ago um but he's kind of like just fallen uh onto his own path kind of in life um well he comes into the into the uh discord chat obviously inebriated like we can or they can tell within like 10 seconds that he's drunk um he proceeds to start crying and oh, then geez. starts blaming a bunch of different racial groups for all of his problems oh. and we're like <laughs> oh, my oh God, no dude. dude and then he started talking about like <laughs> where were you january he... 26th <laughs> start start question 26th you mean january 6th <laughs> oh sorry 6th my bad my bad my bad um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Canada's twenty hit, twenty days ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyways, we were like, "Whoa!" And they were like, "How do we, you know, avoid this situation?" Uh, and eventually, we just switched to the just with that group. We just go into calls now. We don't we don't join public chat rooms. Mm. Uh, we use our public chat rooms for like, uh, you know, WoW or like a game night or whatever something that like like you don't have to be paying super hard attention to like you're not going to be in a random fucking open lobby and playing like tarkov and people talking to you so uh That's yeah that, that was a great time um one yeah, time not... in lost ark i was uh random and i joined this eight man raid and i ran into this person crying about his ex dumping him overseas and i heard him vomiting and then he fell asleep it was uh that's pretty messed up. It's funny because you guys keep telling the story of the guy that got wasted, but I'm usually the guy that got wasted, so it's a different perspective. Plus, I don't remember it, so <laughs> at least I'm giving other people stories. Bobby, you made a video of me again being fucking completely wasted. Uh, that's oh, somewhere. God. Where is that? Yeah, I, I saw it says that. Emil- it? Uh, it's called Emilio's Too Drunk to Play. Yeah, I think I still have that too. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> is it two? As in like the number two or no? No, no. but we should it's, like. Uh, there's certain I, ones we should just embed in the website, dude. Just like clickable yeah. fucking thumbnails. Like like being crushed by that rock, dude. That the anti Bobby commercial that Nick made, which is hilarious. Yeah, feel, yeah. There's certain <laughs> we should have. Yeah, like a video. Do we have a video section? I can make content. Click on videos and it's script. just embedded. It's not hard. Yeah. Yeah, while Bobby looks at the P.O. box, I'll look up getting the videos up, and inevitably he might do both things, but I'll at least try on the video first. So I'm thinking about it right now, right? So I was playing EverQuest at 18, and I'm 45. So I've been playing things on voice chat for almost 30 years. So there's been a lot of fucking crazy shit that's happened. Um um, one of them was I fell asleep during a raid um, in EverQuest. And EverQuest is not, you don't fuck around. If you die in that game, especially if you die in a dungeon, it is awful. It's a terrible thing. Um, so I felt, I'm like, I'm just going to lay down while I'm waiting. And I fell asleep. You know, you, you play a game for 16 hours, that tends to happen. So I get a phone call on my wireless phone that's not that's not like a cell phone guys that's a phone that plugs into your wall that has like a no wire on it (laughs) so uh it rang and i was like hello and they're like dude we all got out of there it's about to respawn you've been asleep for six hours because the the place respawns after six hours so i wake up and i was like oh shit because if 
I'm there alone. I, d- I can't get pulled out. There's only one instance of every dungeon. I can't get pulled out until another raid-worthy crew goes in there and clears the dungeon. So I can't. I basically can't get out. Um, there wasn't very many of this place raid-worthy places. So I log in, and I realize I'm in the Fire Giants Cathedral. And as soon as I log in, the first thing opened my eyes two fire giants they're on the other side of the room and they start running towards me doom, 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 doom. but as soon as I, I knew i already knew that i was going to gate out of there which is teleport home like town scroll and i'm fucking doing my magic and fucking doom, 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 and i disappear right before because there's a there's a like a like a fucking reach back animation before they pound your face in so they reach up and I fucking disappeared, dude. And I fucking went back. That shit. I'm, it was like a, the strongest shot of coffee ever. Going from sleeping to like almost being dead in the worst place in the game that I was obsessed with at the time. Dude, every time you tell a fucking EverQuest story, it's like the best story. The best it's game. A different, it's a different fucking world. It's a different it's thing, a different dude. World. There's no game that has the involvement. The uh, I I may have something to challenge you. Like now, Eve Online, maybe is similar. But. No, no, dude. Because so if you, you die, seen... if you die and you lose your experience, you lose fifty hours of experience. So fifty let me, let hours me... of playing, just gone. You can go from the top level fifty. If you keep dying, you'll be level forty-eight, and you'll just lose those abilities that you had. For the last two levels, like it is so punishing. Yeah, you want you kids don't even know. <laughs> you want to you want to know the new punishing thing that everybody's kicking themselves in the nuts for? What is it, mm. Nick? Is Wow Hardcore? Oh yeah, uh, that looks pretty cool. Have you have you seen any of the videos of people leaking like meetings with uh, like guild masters and shit? Uh, no, no, no. So there's a streamer. Um, I can't remember his name, but he posted a video on Reddit and it quickly got uh, copyright stricken or whatever, just essentially sabotaged and it got taken down. Uh, it's still up on his channel and you can watch it. And essentially he's like trying out for this guild in hardcore in hardcore WoW. And they're like, we raid at this time, from this time on these days, if you're late, you pay everybody. Like you pay everybody like $10. And there's like, you know, 25 people in the guild. What ends up happening is if you die, if you die, like the guild master's like, if you die in the raid, you pay us $250. If you do something to sabotage the whole raid, we will uh, like essentially sue you. Like it it is the most insane conversation about uh, video games I've ever seen. I've ever heard. And these guys are dead serious. Um, and Emilio, if you die in WoW Hardcore, which, mind you, is WoW Classic, so it's hard as fuck anyways, right? If you die in WoW Hardcore, you completely lose everything. Not start just a level, percentage level of levels, or... You start off from level one. Yeah. That's fucking uh, rough as shit. <laughs> you yeah. can PvP. There's all these videos now of like people doing what are called mock garage. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Warhammer uh, movie, but it's the moment where... Uh, two people have agreed to fight to the death. Um, and when you duel, you have the option to type in, you know, agree uh, to fight to the death. And people will go and fight in the middle of um, 
in the middle of towns and people gather and watch and people pull out these insane um like items and like abilities and shit that nobody's ever used because like the severity of playing the game has never been that high like people are using like web bombs and like people are using like sleep powders and people are using like dynamite like things that are haven't been used in so long because it would be considered bad like there would be no reason to have them but in a 1v1 duel they're essentially mandatory and like the economy is skewed the game it's a completely different game than normal in, in normal uh wow sounds there's very essentially exciting. like there's like leveled like tier listed leveling areas like um there's a specific place where uh where in, in the horde area where like it's very big desert and then it goes into like an oasis kind of area and then there's a there's a a dungeon that's inside that area that uh that is like all snake themed right well that area has roaming patrols of groups of four centaurs and the thing is there's no class that level that can take on four of these things and so if they lock onto you you're fucked because the game also has tripled chasing distances Jesus. and if something's chasing you for longer than like i think it's 5 seconds it doubles its speed and so <laughs> it is insane dude dude that sounds is... i, I kind of want to play this so this yeah so it's you got to play uh wow a classic and then there's a hardcore mode so you, you you just you just as long as you have WoW Classic or you just have WoW right, uh, you can play WoW Hardcore. It's official, like it's a thing that's on their on their okay. It's not a like on their launcher. Um, and me and my friends are looking into getting into it, but God, dude, if you just mm, it just takes one little thing, just one yeah. little thing for you to fucking die. And there's instant death mechanics in WoW, by the way. Like they're like fall in the lava, die. You know, like it very much is your whole. Because it takes what I think it's three hundred and something hours to get to max level on the hardest class level, which is druid. Imagine being a druid, level sixty. Oh, you just die in a raid. There goes three hundred hours of your life. Yeah, but people Guys, are selling we... hardcore. Yeah, we got, the podcast people has to take off. We, we we have to dedicate all our lives all to day, play. every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have to find every a way to day. do it. Well, that, you so, know the so viewership. Like, you know how fucking I would watch that people four people playing hardcore dude, till yeah till they lose. You know, that'd yeah. be so good content. So, like, the other thing that people are doing, which is, like... So, normally, when you play with your friends, it'd be like, I want to be an undead warrior. Well, I want to be a torrent hunter. Like, like everyone... <laughs> I like, like the friend thing, voice. Right? I like the voices. <laughs> well, this thing is, because this shit's so hard, and you really just don't want to die, Uh, you usually will level together, like, man, like you'll see like five Torrens running around because they've all decided to be Torrens because the time it would take to, at level one to, to run across to the other. world to get to each other and possibly die and have to restart right. is a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, oh, that's really cool. Like, yeah. It's really interesting. Like normally like you would that. see like, it's more realistic. Like a night elf yeah. and a human and like whatever. Like it, but it, it completely changes the game. That's oh, it. that's uh, so exciting. Like, Bobby, how would did you be into it? Yeah, Bobby. Not that I have time. Dude, I couldn't commit to that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for really that's regular. Wait, wait a pop of a balloon, dude. <laughs> yeah. Pop the balloon. Appar- pop the balloon. Apparently it's becoming like just more and more popular every month. Like the more people play it, the more people stream it. Because like 
people bet on duels, like bet gold and then bet real money out of world. Like that's it pretty is cool. Hilarious, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, one more voice uh, thing that I, I, I'll never forget this one. Um, there has rarely been a time in a multiplayer game that I've been more powerful than my um, max level. Um, I don't even know what you call it anymore. A minion guy. I don't know. There was like a necromancer in City of Heroes. Um, and uh, I would go and solo the top level areas by myself. Because uh, there was a one spell called the Fulcrum Shift where you would take all the speed and um, abilities from the enemies and then give their attributes to your minions and your minions' uh, attributes would go on the enemies. And it would only last like five seconds, but it was enough to like wipe them out. So I would just, the bigger, better things that they were, um, I would just jump in the middle of them, activate it, and it would be over. Over and over. I, it, it was pretty broken. So anyway, I'm fucking max level. I got all the money in the world, all this stuff. I'm in on a, uh, I was in a, in a group and I'm so more powerful than everybody else. I'm up ahead again, uh, uh, ahead of the raid, 20 man raids, like that, 20, 30. And I'm just like jumping ahead and I don't, I'm, I don't care. I'm so powerful. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm just like, la, la, la. The jumps in that game were great. You could jump like 15 feet. Everybody could. And so I'm jumping away and we're in this like office building and I'm way ahead of the, of my crew of 20 people. And you know, it scales. So 20 people, 30 monsters. There's like crazy fucking things. So I, I turn a corner <laughs> after like jumping and I just run into a wall of monsters, like a wall. And it, it was just like a, a nervous reaction. I go, ah, and my ray, and I run back to that. I was like, ah, there's a lot of monsters. And my, the raid leader is like, did your sister just get on for a second and uh, yell on there? And I was so embarrassed that like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was, it was, yeah, that's what happened. Bobby, you got any? No, not really. Um, I can't think of anything. You know, it's hard to um, it's hard to read the room in voice chat. So I feel like this happens a lot where people will jump in and just not vibe with the rest of the people that are talking. Sometimes when we're playing video games, like we're we're like super hardcore focused or something, and someone comes in and they're just like just yakking it up dude yeah <laughs> it becomes like kind of a distraction and they don't totally realize how, Happens how much all the they're time. distracting i, yeah, I talked about this once before like um i was playing uh, heroes with some people and someone joined the chat like that and they just kicked them and then they came back and I'm like why'd you kick me and they kicked him again and <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even someone that we all knew really well, but they, I was like, damn, that's cold. Was that, but, uh, was voice chat big in that, Bobby? Like, would you voice chat every single game? Um, I mean, if you're just playing by yourself, no, but if you're playing with friends, yeah, you definitely voice chat. Yeah. All right. What are we playing this week, folks, friends? Uh, I got the Risk mm. of Rain on the Steam Deck. I'm going to start taking Steam Deck. Oh, um, I don't know how many days, but I'm... I'm moving over to mornings this week at work. So maybe I will be work uh, available in the I don't oh know. Oh my god, the prodigal sun returns. You maybe able to That's play exciting. No, it's Yay. only it's not permanent. It's like uh, half the week or something. But we'll see. 
I may be playing For the King 2. Uh, the thing is, uh, next week is American Thanksgiving. Not this coming week, but next week is American Thanksgiving. So I won't be in town for like six days or five oh. days. Um, I, unless we... I know I might be on the podcast. I might get home around like four o'clock or five o'clock on my time. Uh, so I might be able to make it to the podcast. We'll see. Uh, I'll be talking about VR that whole week then, if that's the case. Okay. VR. I want to play Two Strikes. Nice. We'll see. Uh, lethal Company for me. Hopefully someone will join me. Yeah. If I work out early all week, we'll see about Friday, Bob. I'll just pick it up. It, like, if I have the time, I'll pick it up then. All right. Yeah. Ten Sounds bucks. Good. Take the chance. Sign us off. All right. Speaking for uh, Bobby, Christian, Nick, and myself. Shoo titties. <laughs> Bye, everybody.